This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about aliens attack in Peru. That's correct, aliens attack in Peru. Now, we covered this story back in August, and I think it first broke in July, where uh, villagers deep in the jungle of Peru there had reported aliens coming out at night, harassing and attacking villagers, and there was a teen girl that was injured. Uh, the government sent down uh, the military to investigate, and they came up with the idea that what the villagers were seeing were uh, actually intruders from uh, Brazil and Colombia there to steal the gold uh, in the local uh, gold deposits. That seemed ludicrous to uh, many of the people that had seen these things. They didn't think they were people at all. And now it's come forward recently that there's been more more documentation where villagers have said, look, these uh, creatures that we've seen were not humans wearing jetpacks. These were actual entities that were able to fly, uh, they zoomed around as if they had a jetpack on, but there was no jetpack on these things. And they were simply just flying with no visible means of propulsion. Secondly, they also said that um, it had been falsely described in the media that these things were wearing some kind of a gray or silver colored suit. And uh, they're saying now, no, it wasn't a suit. This was just the color of their skin or whatever covered these things. Beyond that, there's also been some pictures emerge that seem to match what the uh, villagers there claim they saw. And I have links to all this stuff on the Buy Me A Coffee website. And you can go there and check it out. Uh, these are really strange. The, the one picture that really looked, at, looked the most believable to me was uh, an image that one of the villagers had taken at night. And this uh, seven-foot-tall creature, humanoid, very humanoid, but the head's very rounded. You can't see the face. It has a orb at his feet uh, that's emitting light and he seems to think that it was using this orb to produce light in order to i suppose maneuver around or whatever i don't know this is these things are so uh, beyond anything that we normally recognize that it's hard to say what the purpose of that orb is for but we're having more reports come out now that these things have it's just been an ongoing campaign of harassment now Maybe it's not the Brazilians and the Colombians that want the gold so much as it is these entities, whatever they are from whatever their place they're from. Maybe they are looking for gold there. I don't know. But they seem preoccupied with just attacking and harassing these people. Now, these villagers have been going out at night in groups, uh, gathering up a gun or two, apparently if they have one, and trying to uh, fight back against these things. And so what we're looking at today is this uh, strange case. It's 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 on Reddit. 
Uh, I've kind of overlooked it. It's been out there since, uh, I believe, September 11th. This guy's come forward, this villager down there, and described how him and a group of friends were out uh, on patrol, basically, trying to protect the village from these entities, whatever they are. And they come across one, and, and the best I can make out from the translation on the video, the translation is kind of rough. It sounds like this guy just emptied his clip on this thing. I mean... I don't know if he had a, like an AR or an AK or whatever, but he put several rounds into it. He says it had no effect on it. And then after he tried to shoot this thing up, this humanoid creature, whatever it was, it blasted him with a beam of light. Uh, in the in the interview, the interviewer asked him, well, was it a laser beam? Now, who knows? I mean, if it was a laser beam, it seems like it would have put a hole through him. But he says he was hit by this... Uh, it sounds like he's trying to describe it as like a milky color uh, beam of light hit him in the chest and knocked him down now the villagers it's just crazy you know we're living 2023 everybody's got a cell phone even in the deep jungle in peru and so they videoed this guy on their cell phone he's on the ground he's uh, looks like he's knocked unconscious they roll him over on his back and they're trying to you know shake him awake doesn't look like anybody there actually knows cpr but he recovers from this blast and they said that he's okay, and then he's dis he's discussing what happened in this video uh, with the person that's interviewed him. This stuff is just fascinating. It's almost like a hotbed down there. Now, if we uh, go to this first article that I'll have listed on the Buy Me a Coffee website, as always, thanks to the people that uh, support the program over there. The Reddit uh, stream is from High Strangers. It says Static Bang. Uh, the title says, a man named George Chavez in the Peru village says he was hit in the heart with a laser light by a being which knocked him unconscious. The video on the left is just after it happened. The translation is very rough and he means I instead of he. So you can watch the video there at the Buy Me a Coffee website and you'll see they've kind of got uh, in the background, this fellow, this George Chavez, who was knocked down uh, unconscious by this uh, humanoid alien, he claims. And then they have an interview with him there. Looks like a local uh, news channel. And he's talking about his experience. Man, this stuff is really crazy. Now, we have another Reddit user here, uh, UFOB from last month. And it says, the man in the Peru village getting hit with lasers isn't new. There have been many UFO cases, such as a farmer who got knocked out after being hit with a light beam by non-human entities in France in 1965, and they left landing traces also. Yes, I do remember that case. Is this hostile or stopping the human from attacking them or something else? That's a good question because it seems pretty clear that if these things wanted to kill somebody, they could definitely do it. Now, in the case with, with uh, George here, he says... I, you know, I emptied my clip on this thing. I mean, he he was taking shots at this, uh, at this non-human entity, whatever it is, and this thing, for whatever reason, decided that I don't know if it felt threatened or if I just wanted to teach him a lesson, or or what. But it did knock him down with this light beam or laser beam, whatever it was, and why it didn't kill him, we don't know. These things seem to like to push it right up to the limit, whatever whatever they are, and I'm not sure what's holding them back from being. Uh, more aggressive. Now, before we continue on with this alien attack, I just want to look back for a second and remember uh, how this whole thing started, how this whole story broke. Now, this article is from dailymail.co.uk, dated August 12, 2023. Like I said, I'm hearing that this whole thing started back actually July 11th. 
I think it takes a little time for these kind of stories to disseminate. The title says, Flying seven-foot-tall alien attackers in Peru were actually illegal gold-binding gang on jetpacks. Now, they just put the title out there like it's like, that's, hey, that's the truth. That's what it is. On the face of it, it's just ridiculous to think that people could be down there using these jetpacks. I mean, really think about it. Multiple people flying around the jungle. I just told you that the locals there are now reporting, listen, there were no jetpacks. We, we could clearly see these humanoid creatures, seven foot tall, not wearing jetpacks, and there was no sound of a jetpack being uh, utilized. Of course, this article is by Matthew Phelan. It's Phelan, says senior science reporter for Daily.com. doesn't sound like much science when you just put a blanket statement out there and we're all supposed to believe it. Then the subtitle says, Illegal Gold Cartel Attempted to Kidnap a 15-Year-Old Girl Amid Campaign of Terror. Prosecutors blame Mafia de Extranjeros ejected from Brazil and Colombia. Interpol reports that criminal gold mining is now more profitable than drug trafficking, blah, blah, blah. Look, they put out this crazy, uh, silly headline that's just, quite frankly, unreasonable. Then they say the, the girl was uh, attempted to kidnap this girl amid a campaign of terror. Well, they're, they're just mixing and matching, trying to create a parallel narrative. This girl says she was attacked by aliens. That's what, that's what broke. But they're saying, oh, no, this is jetpack-wearing criminals from Brazil and Colombia. Quite frankly, it's ridiculous. And, this, and then this guy, this author, he puts up the authorities there, the... Uh, local authorities as the authority figures. So we're just supposed to believe them. He says, reports of seven-foot-tall aliens terrorizing villagers in Peru stunned the world this week with local leaders describing the armored and floating menaces as impervious to bullets. Doesn't sound much like a Colombian or a Brazilian wearing a jetpack. They just shoot right through these things. The locals also compared their attackers to green goblins and local Peruvian superstitions about Las Pelicaras, the face peelers, but now Peruvian law enforcement has offered a new suspect. So uh, your local citizens come out there and tell you, we saw these things. They're aliens. They're not human. They're not wearing jetpacks. This is what they're doing. They are attacking us and harassing us. And the local authorities come out with an entirely different parallel narrative. They have to always put themselves out there as being the voice of reason, you know, to look up for the power behind the power. Once they lose that status, they lose everything. Peru's National Prosecutor's Office, which is now investigating the quote-unquote alien attacks, has pointed the finger at these gold mafias who have been partially ejected from Brazil and Colombia by their militaries. So they're setting up a boogeyman. They're setting up a straw man. Anything they can do to take the attention away from what's actually happened. They're not even being reasonable about, about trying to investigate this. And then they have this poor little girl here, and she's got a picture of somebody wearing a helmet and a jetpack. I don't know. It's all, it just looks clearly staged to me. So we have the background. The uh, locals there have reported being attacked by these things. They have a clear description. They tell you how they act. They tell you what's going on. And then the local authorities come in and just completely out of out of uh, out of the clear air create a new narrative a parallel narrative that totally discounts what these locals have told them is what's going on so here we go fast forward to what three months later and the attacks are still happening and they seem to be escalating at evernorth health services we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best it's possible 
pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, I found another source talking about these alien uh, events happening down there in Peru. This is off the beaten path. It's not a mainline news. It's a somebody's blog, but they've got some cool pictures on here. It's a wordpress.com. I'll put the link at the Buy Me a Coffee website. It says Adventures of a Mage, Madge, M-A-G-E, in Miami. Apparently, this individual's a magician down there, and this is kind of their personal blog. But I got to tell you, the pictures are really neat. It's a strange, luminous object in Peruvian skies, UFO seen today. Not sure what day that is. They've also got a video here they posted on YouTube. It says, Anonymous just revealed that something big was captured. So people are seeing this. It looks like a cloud, but it's really bright, luminous light that was photographed, it says, in, in San Antonio, Peru. The hacktivist group Anonymous, or rather one of their members, released this footage from the, uh, from the country. Apparently, this has been happening since July in San Antonio. It goes on and says, it's completely unknown what this thing is, except that it's moving around in different directions, and it's big. That's about it. More information is in the video itself. He says, also, also, let me say how ridiculous the Peruvian authorities are. They came up with the most uh, BS cover story they could find. They claim that these are criminal organizations selling illegal gold, gold syndicates, and that they are pretending to be UFOs by wearing jetpacks to fly around in the sky to keep people scared and inside their homes in order to stop anyone from finding their gold mines. Yeah, I have to say that does sound pretty ridiculous to me as well. He goes on and says, of course, because you know, after James Bond, everyone has jetpacks now. That's no kidding. They claim that besides those huge lights in the sky, there are seven foot tall entities with gray glowing skin over the area. Families who are armed are saying that they have been shooting at these things and the bullets won't do anything. They seem to be invulnerable. They claim that they look like the typical Roswell, Roswell Grays, only large and with glowing skin, but it doesn't seem that it's a natural glow because at other times it's not their skin that is glowing, but instead an orb outside of their bodies that moves around and follows them. I don't know, maybe this is just an extension of these things. It is possible that they have something within their bodies that is artificially making their skin glow, or they really are wearing suits wearing a suit of sorts, but the suit appears as if it's skin. That's another possibility. The question is, what are they doing there? The Amazon has a lot of natural resources. So the only conclusion, if this were an authentic alien presence, is that they are extracting something there. I doubt a wildfire study would take this long or that they would be so bold as to openly appear in urban areas like that. One man actually managed to capture an image on his iPhone, or excuse me, on his phone. And this thing is, I'm telling you, it's bizarre. If it's real, it's really weird. It looks like a humanoid figure. It's got light emanating off of it. Uh, the, no facial features. The head's just kind of like a round bulb. And like they said, it was seven foot tall. I mean, I have to tell you, I would be at a state of high alert if I came across one of these in the Amazon jungle. It goes on, it says, granted, I think all things should be properly analyzed. This image should be looked at to see if someone simply created it or if it's real. Yeah, anyway, the article goes on. He talks a little bit more about you know his opinion on things. I will post that link at Buy Me A Coffee, and uh, you can also uh, uh, watch the video from this link. Really, really strange stuff. Now, Peru's no stranger to UFO activity. If 
we go back here, look at this article from uh, October 9th, 2023. It just came out. It's from uh, men.news. It says, Peru case, Peru Air Force battle, UFO, 64 shells, all hit UFO but unscathed. And of course, we're talking about an encounter with the UFO that resulted in the Peru uh, Air Force attacking one of these things. It says, it was the early morning of April 11th, 1980 at La Jolla Air Base, a thousand kilometers, let's say 600 miles, south of the Peruvian capital, and about 1,800 military personnel were conducting daily exercises. Air Capiga La Jolla in Peru is a fairly secretive air base. At that time, Peru was the only country in South America with few Soviet-made fighter jets. Peruvian Air Force Lieutenant, then Lieutenant Huerto, a pilot with eight years of experience, was ordered to immediately take off on a Russian-made Sukhoi-22 fighter jet to intercept a strange silver object found near the end of the runway. The object was five kilometers from the base, suspended in the air at about 600 meters above the ground, and did not reply to any communications. At the time, there was a lot of military tension between Peru and Chile, and they assumed it was a Chilean spy balloon. Its mission is to destroy it. One of the shells was powerful enough to destroy a car, but they didn't have any effect on the object. I thought the balloon would be torn open and the gas would pour out, but nothing happened. It seems that the shell was absorbed by the balloon. It wasn't damaged at all. So even though they're firing into this UFO, they just can't come to terms with the fact that it is not a balloon. The object rose rapidly away from the base, prompting Lieutenant Huerte to activate the afterburner of the aircraft and pursue it. When they reached the city of Camana, 84 kilometers from the base, the object came to a sudden stop, forcing him to turn sideways. Lieutenant Huerta tries to find the cannon again. I locked it perfectly again and was ready to shoot, but at that moment, the object climbed fast again, dodging the attack. I was pulled underneath. He tried the same move twice again. Each time, the object rose quickly to escape before shooting. At this point, the object is already at an altitude of 14,000 meters. So, you know, 45, 50,000 feet is pretty high. Lieutenant Huerte decided to try to attack from above, so he climbed quickly, but the object was always above him until it rose to 19,200 meters. That's 60,000 feet, far higher than the altitude allowed by the aircraft. So it just scooted away from this guy, and then it has the the map here of the uh, whole engagement. Pretty neat. Realizing that he could not continue his attack due to low fuel consumption, he decided to take a close look at the object. He didn't realize what it was until he was 100 meters away. He got right up on this thing. I was surprised to see that the balloon was not a balloon at all. It was an object about 10 meters in diameter with a shiny dome on top that was cream colored like the head of a light bulb. Definitely this thing was a UFO. The bottom is a wide rounder base silver and looks like some kind of metal it lacks all the typical parts of an airplane it doesn't have wings propulsion jets exhaust windows and antennas etc it doesn't have a visible propulsion system at that moment i realized it wasn't a spy device it was a ufo something completely unknown i had almost no fuel so i couldn't attack or maneuver my plane suddenly i was terrified i thought i might sacrifice <laughs> lieutenant huerta decided to return forced to taxi due to lack of fuel and twisted flight Hope, the plane is hard to hit. Hope it doesn't chase me. After he landed, the object returned to the base and stayed above the base for another two hours. The 1,800 people at the base were all staring at the UFO in the sun, bewildered. Lieutenant Huerta said everyone on the base had witnessed the ship, many of whom were asked to report. 
a U.S. Department of Defense document from June 1980 titled UFO Saw in Peru, describes the incident, noting that the object remains of unknown origin. It goes on, it says a similar incident occurred in 1976 when Iranian Air Force General Parve Javari tried to shoot at a UFO, but found his equipment malfunction. Colonel Hawarthi said, the Soviet plane we were flying had a mechanical dial. Maybe that's why it couldn't be turned off, so the object had to jump off at the last moment. Not the first time, interfering with our launch. He says, I find myself in a unique position to be, as far as I know, the only military pilot in the world who actually fired a weapon and hits a UFO. It still gives me chills to think about it. Wow. And then it talks about a similar incident in China. These things are all over the place. So the, the point is, I'm trying to make, is that we have a long history of UFOs, especially down there in Peru. And it seems like in Peru we have this adversarial uh, relationship going on, whether they're trying to shoot these things down in 1980 or whether it's uh, terrorized uh, villagers there in the hearts of the jungle of Peru uh, going out in groups and trying to shoot these uh, alien humanoids and not having much effect. Now, so far, we don't see the UFOs or the aliens, either one, using deadly force against uh, people. But you have to wonder, will that change at some point? Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.